city, there's something in the Detroit city. When my client cancels, we do a pod. Need to get rid of my dad pod. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pear Pod. The Pear Pod. How are we, folks? I wasn't supposed to record today, but one of my shoots fell through, and on those days, we podcast. How's everyone doing? Saw a few extra comments in last week's episode. Still not enough. So if you all are enjoying what's going on, I'm mixing it up. You know what I mean? I'm going to take some segments in, segments out, because no one's replying. I'm also, um, I've kind of been thinking the 6.30 launch time on a Sunday might be a touch too late. I'm thinking about uploading them on Sunday morning, so when you're all hungover in bed, you can hear hear my voice and, uh, you know, ensure that everything's going to be okay. So, yeah, I might upload this one at like maybe um, maybe like 11, maybe like 11 or 12 on, uh, on Sunday morning. So we'll see. Just keep an eye on the, uh, the premieres on my channel or on this channel and uh, we'll see what happens. So very exciting show this week. No Joe Rogan this week. So those of you who weren't watching for that reason, I can't get my head around these views, man. And what people like, what they don't like. Do they want like YouTube-y shit? Do they want, you know, do they want the MMA stuff? Do they want it all? Uh, and I just don't know. So I'm just going to keep throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. And this week, <clears throat> we've got actually, we've got some good MMA stuff to, uh, to talk about. Um, but I want to start this week with, um, I saw that Christian Guzman finally launched Alphaland, uh, which is his, um, as he calls it, uh, influencer playground, which, you know, this whole thing, uh, Christian likes to make things quite intense and quite, um, grand. So there's going to be a lot of words like oasises. You know, magma, um, pensive, you know, stuff like that. So just be ready. Um, but yeah, Alphaland is uh, Christian Guzman's, I guess, new complex that he's opened, which includes like three gyms, uh, retail space, like shooting space for him, his own offices, Alpha Lead offices, you know, all the offices for the brands that work there. So, uh, I'm trying to think when I was back there last, obviously I went down to Summer Shredding, I think in 2017. So I don't think he'd started this yet. Or I hadn't heard anything about it. Um, he just moved into his last place, which was uh, um, his biggest gym so far. And I guess a, a, a staple in Christian's career or something that he's noticed and something that kind of Max is going through now as well is uh, like growing pains. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess in in the opposite where Christian seems to be constantly outgrowing his space. So I've, in, in my time of following Christian's career, I think he's opened four gyms maybe. And like each year, each like new summer shredding season that we watched or whatever, it seemed like he was working on his new space. So it seemed like he was constantly being like, yeah, the space is great, get it perfect. Now I need to make it bigger or we're, we're outgrowing it or there's too many members, demand is too high, we need a bigger space. 
So that's definitely been a theme in his life. So I guess this was his attempt to be like, this is going to be our future indefinitely. Do you know what I mean? So we can't have a, this needs to be able to handle Alfleet's output, be able to handle the growth of like all the other brands that are in house, be able to handle like becoming one of the biggest gyms in the area. You know, people want to come and eat, people traveling in to come and see it. So he went like, you know, completely over the top with it. Uh, I might run some, uh, some like footage of like a walkthrough or something so you guys can see as we go. But it, uh, you'll be able to see like, it's very grand, you know, it's very, lots of marble and gold and it's very clean. Uh, and it's very, uh, I guess it's very aesthetically pleasing and it's very Christian Guzman to a T. So, um, like it's remarkable when you think about it, like during COVID that like the, I'm sure the timing, like the cost of that must be fucking insane, man. Huge big property like that with so much work to do. And then COVID hits, which probably puts delays on everything. Uh, and he still, uh, he fucking gets it done. Fair fucks, man. And uh, it's mad that he was like, I'm going to make this like huge place. And then I'm going to let all my friends and the, the brands that they've started like work in there. That's cool, man. And that's kind of what like, like, that's kind of what I'd like, I've been thinking more and more, it'd be so sick, like down the line, down the road. Uh, it'd be sick to have, you know, kind of like what like Brendan Shaw is doing now with the Thick Boy Studios, which is like a network essentially where you have lots of different shows. Um, like we sick to bring in some of my mates who are like MMA fans and do like MMA watch alongs and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's cool that Christian invest in his mates. That's we I'm sure his mates are like fucking sound, mate. What are you doing? You're building a and it's gonna be state of the art, is it? Yeah, state of the art. Now it's gonna be clean, yeah. Okay, and it's gonna be uh, now I can design the specs any way I want. Okay, yeah, yeah. You'll handle the whole building. Yeah, you'll handle the building. Okay. No, it'll be big. Yeah, it'll be big enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retail space and you'll you'll have my product on sale. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, sounds pretty good. And then obviously, like you know, huge audiences are gonna want to come and buy my stuff. That's cool, cool, cool. And I get to just work and you know be with my friends all day. Sounds good to me with the gym there, and I can shoot all my stuff. Yeah, so it's a fucking great deal for his mates. I'm sure Charlie and fucking Max are like, yeah, grand. Grand out. Um, and then, like, the, the, the three gyms is like, okay, so we're going to have three. When, instead of having, like, they might, he must just be like, this is going to be the biggest thing ever in uh, in Texas. He must be like, this is just going to be, like, one of this huge gym and this, like, getaway influencer paradise. An oasis of perfection. An oasis of leggings. <laughs> An oasis of magma sports press. I find serenity in the soft, buttery cotton of our leggings. Alpha land. Be your best. It's just, yeah, I, 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 it, it's, it's not the way I'd go about it, but it, like I, for him, I'm sure this is his, his dream. You know, he's got his ma cooking up in the gaff as well. He's got Ma doing a Alpha Eats. Alpha Eats. Alpha. Mm, alpha Lifts. Alpha Leet. 
he's got um yeah, the guy can brand. Do you know what I mean? I think it's so mad to like brand anything as like alpha or like best. You know. Uh but yeah, fair fucks, bro. Do your do do your thing. It looks it looks great. Um I'd love to get out there at some point. You know, the usual the usual heads have been out there. Lippy and Caroline, the whole gang have been out there and you know, taking all the fucking the, the only good the good thing I'd say uh, like their options for shoot, they got basketball courts and like football like pitches and all. It's like uh, it's fucking yeah, it's, yeah. It's like it, it's 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 definitely uh, fucking state of the art for uh, compared to the, the ones that before. Like everything's built from like the top down, so it looks good. Congratulations, Christian, on all of your continued success. Give me some success. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm going to, down the road, stop saying down the road, uh, I'm going to try and get like a, a space, like a, a big, a big office space or something, not big office space, but a, a floor, you know, and then have like different, like podcast setups for different shows, for loads of different, for like all types, for like all interests, you know what I mean? We'd have like, most Ram Chef, like sports stuff, see the pair pod would still be running, obviously. Do you know what I mean? Be the fucking flagship show at this stage. Oh, give me a chance. <laughs> give me a chance. Nah, this guy's losing his mind on the podcast. Mommy, I'm scared. I don't like that man. Mommy, he has a wild look in his eye. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do... No, I'm going to finish with MMA. Um, if anyone knows who Dave Portnoy is, and I'm not talking about him, but he is kind of, he was the first one to kind of do, I'm going to do really simple food reviews, all right? And I was kind of like, Jesus, man, it's ingenious. I wish I had a thing that I ate that I was like known for. It's like my thing. Uh, and I do. And it's buffalo wings. I'm the buffalo, like, I, in, ask around. Do you know what I mean? Like, I go out to eat uh, with, with family. If they do buffalo wings, that's what I get. You know, Gleason's is our local boozer at home. Uh, for my dad's house because my parents are separated. Okay. Okay. Wasn't your fault. Wasn't your fault. Where are you going? Sorry, I'm in a, a giddy mood today. Um, I've been eating wings Probably back, I think my, my love might have started in Captain America's, which are outstanding. And they're part of the list, but we'll keep going down. Anyway, um, yeah, like since you've come over here and I've not been able to eat them because no one fucking does them well, I've, I've been able to notice that, Jesus Christ, I really do miss like being able to get a nice portion of wings, particularly when the Six Nations is on and I'm having a, a, a stick of hindermite, you know, straight to the fucking dome. Uh, <clears throat> add a couple of Heinekens, do the math. So I, 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 one of my favorite things to do at home is when it's, you know, particularly in February when it's a bit nippy and you're not going to an away game or something, you go, you go up to Gleason's, I'll have Heineken, I'll have my, my wings, my large portion of wings with fries, extra buffalo sauce, no ranch, no blue cheese. I, I don't want it cooler. I want fire and brimstone in my mouth. I want, you know, in Aladdin, when the the uh, the lion comes or the the lion creature comes from the sand and goes, 
Ooh. Hold on. Who disturbs my slumber? That was so good. But uh, when that happens and his mouth opens and it's just fire, that's what I want when I eat my wings. I don't want... Like, I think it's pussy to be like, yeah, yeah can I get blue cheese and just cream it in there? And then you get... And they're like, oh, you get both. I don't want it. I want... I want... Uh, I want low... I want acidity. I want my tongue to be burning, almost turning white. I want to not be able to taste after I've finished my wings. Maybe that's weird, but I like them hot. Daddy likes it hot. Now, here is the important steps. I'm going to give you what's important to me in a portion of buffalo wings. And then I'm going to give you my top three, four. Maybe four. Yeah, four after this. Uh, but, so here, here are the things that are important. Originally, I was, people have had, here's the things that fuck me off when wings are done wrong. Number one, not deep fried. Oven, oven made, not as good. Um, what, what else do people do? Yeah, when they oven fry, like, like fry them, anything like that. Anything that isn't fucking dap, dipping them in a vat of oil after being doused in, in flour and making them crispy. I want craters of crisp. Um, so they have to be deep fried. If they're not deep fried, take them away already. Um, second of all, I don't want huge meaty drumsticks. I don't want huge meaty wings that look like they've been fed like, you know, fucking crazy hormones to get in that size. I want small, petite, and I want more, I, I, I essentially I want skin. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's call a spade a spade. I'm not going out there to get my protein in. Do you know what I mean? I want fucking skin. I do want chicken, but I want mainly just that crispy skin, like KFC. So don't, don't give me these huge, I don't want six, do you know what I mean? And they're just these huge things and I eat the, what I want, I want sauce and skin. That's what I want. And that's all I want. So I don't need, yeah, I don't need the huge fucking half things. This isn't like, you know, in the old days with a, a, a turkey leg at a, at a banquet, do you know what I mean? I want small, I want, basically, if anyone's been to Tribeca, Tribeca, Tribeca have it right when it comes to portions. Big, dirty basket, but small little wings here. Just slipping away. And I, I think in maybe one of those, I'm thinking like this, probably like 25 to 30 wings, give or take, I'd say. Between 20 and 30. And obviously I'm sinking, sinking the lot and I'm sucking them dry. Um, not in the other way, just in the eating way. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Um, I have one of my notes. More skin than chicken. That's true. Then we've got the nostril test. Uh, for me, it's either... Like, I'm just thinking of where it gives me the best nostril test. Gleason's definitely does a... Uh, Gleason's a Buddhist name, if anyone is asking. Uh, for anyone who's not in Ireland, that's a Dublin, a Dublin-based pub. Or a, a gastro bar, I guess, because it does food. Um so when I dip my nose over the wings, I want, if I took a huge inhale through my nose, uh, I want my eyes to water. I want it to sting. I want to be like, oh my God, there's no way I'm putting, I want it to be in my head. Be like, I'm not putting that shit in my mouth. That, that, that smells toxic. That's when I know I'm on the right track. When it seems like it's almost toxic um, and dangerous to be consumed, Sammy's getting happy. Okay. Uh, what was that word meant to be? Maybe color? Uh, when it comes to the sauce, the sauce needs to be thick. It needs to be the hue. I'm trying to give a, 
it needs to be almost like, you know, when you go to America and there's Fanta in America and it's that sick orange. I want the, the, the sauce to be thick, that radioactive orange. That's like, how do you even get it that color? And I want it, I want it with a glisten to it. It has a glisten to it. And usually because like the best sauces are usually like Frank's, something like Frank's Red Hoss and butter. And then like a few secret ingredients. I know Gleason's like a little bit of maple syrup in there. I like that. I think that gives it a little bit of shimmer, a little bit of a sweet after aftertaste. You know, <laughs> I almost said, you know, in the office when, go, when Michael goes, kind of a s- smoky afterbirth. <laughs> I almost said that just as, uh, as it came to mind. So, um, yeah. So the color-wise, like sometimes... Don't bring it out to me. Like, I wanted to, to be able to pick one up and the, the I don't, like, there shouldn't be sauce falling off it because it should be so thick that it should just sit there, this orange hue, and maybe very slowly start, like, dripping down like like honey would. Do you know what I mean? But not a, not falling off. I, so if you're doing that, get your shit together. If you're just pouring Frank's Red Hot over the top of it, fuck you. And that's, you know, and those are fighting words. I'm going to open when I do one of my other ideas is to open a, a B and B, uh, potentially a cannabis B and B when it becomes legal and I will serve, Oh, I will serve impeccable wings. Good God. And, uh, and cold, cold, frosty pints. So, uh, so for me, those are the important things. So when the wings come to the table, I want to see lots of them. I want to see that they're deep fried. I want to see big craters of skin. I want to see like, you know, the ones you pick up and they're almost like, you're like, you're, when you could in, you want to go. But they've almost been softened because of, they've been, they've been doused in the sauce for, uh, they've been marinating in the sauce now as it's been brought by the waitress. Well, waiter, waitress in Gleason's case, always, which is, you know, weird. Uh, so for me, top four, Dublin wings, in my opinion, that I've had so far. Uh, Gleason's of Town, Fa- Fabulous 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 wings Rarely disappointed Gotten them for takeaway many times as well And had them back down at the house As good Do you know what I mean? Just well done sir uh, tre- Tremendous um, Tremendous recipe Then you have the, You have a trio Of wh- What I have heard in the The dark Murky depths Of the buffalo wing world That there is a chef There is a chef one recipe, three restaurants. Apparently, there's a chef that has a, a in Dublin that worked for or worked with. I don't know the in particulars, but Tribeca, great wings. Elephant and Castle, also amazing wings. And another one that I don't know what it's called again, but they all do great wings. I'm not. I only have Tribeca in here, uh, but Elephant and Castle is kind of the same shit, and they also do tremendous wings. But I'm putting them under the same category due to the fact that I think they're the same chef. Then I'm putting in Captain America's. Captain America's do, again, what, what I was speaking about, uh, the basket. I love when it's served in a basket also because the bottom, uh, the, the, the wings at the bottom, I think it, 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 the, the shape encourages marination, I think, which is important. The sauce is always coming into this almost oasis, which we go back to with uh, Christian, uh, an oasis of... Um, an oasis of fire, you know, and that's what I want. I want it when I get down to the bottom there, I'm like, my mouth's like, I'm like, no, no, no more. It's too hot. That's when, uh, then I get down to the bottom ones and they're like, it's only getting hotter down here. We've been sitting here. This is where the wings are literally almost under sauce. 
because of how uh, how long they've been sitting there. Because I like to take my time with them sometimes. So, uh, Cat Megas. Then I have two shout outs. TGI Fridays for the the heat TGI Fridays gets. I've only ever had great meals at TGI Fridays because I go in with a positive attitude about it. And I know I like American junk food. And um, that's a shout out to Phil. I know Phil loves that. Phil, if you're listening, if you're 20 minutes in, Phil, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Get back to work. It's funny because Phil doesn't stop working. Uh, and then I've heard that Blue Bar in uh, in Dublin, I don't know where exactly it is, Clontarf maybe, is a fucking tremendous wing apparently, more down the Gleason's route in terms of slightly bigger wings but still deep fried and the sauce is almost, you know, shimmering in your eyes. Good stuff. So congratulations to those. I will... There's no point doing live recordings of uh, of buffalo wings or about, of like live taste tests because nowhere here does good wings to my um, in my experience so far. But if you know one does pop up, uh, I'll definitely whip the phone out and do a live review to kind of give you guys you know show you show you guys that I'm you know I'm all about it. So yeah, uh, we have about nine minutes to go, eight minutes to go. And we will finish things off with an exciting week in the UFC. It's time. Uh, so UFC 271 this weekend. Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker, New Zealand versus Australia. Uh, the rematch, as some of you will know, like two years ago, Izzy and Rob Whitaker fought uh, for the for the middleweight belt. Uh, after Izzy had won the interim belt and Izzy knocked him out. Essentially, it was a two-round fight, knocked him out in both rounds. At the end of the first, he saved by the bell and then second round comes out and knocks him out again and this time finishes it. So Izzy goes in, you know, that was pretty comfortable and after that, people were like, what's the story of Robert Whitaker? Is he going to fucking, is that that or is he going to come back? And since then, he's gone out and he's fought um, Kelvin Gastelum, Darren Till, Jared Cannonier, and that's that for if people who know the middleweight division in the UFC. It's murderous role. Like people know Darren Till, I'm sure. Uh, but like, uh, Jared Cannonier isn't fucking horrible to fight. And uh, did he fight Kelvin? I'm pretty sure he did, and he, and he beat him. And that Kelvin's fucking no fun either. So, as you like, Izzy gave Izzy his hardest fight so far, except for Jan, obviously. Yeah, so I'm um, people will know that after. Izzy beat uh, Robert Whitaker. He defended against, uh, he's defended a number of times, Paolo Costa, uh, Vittori. Uh, is those just two defense? And then he went up and he fought Jan, lost to Jan for the uh, the, the uh, light heavyweight belt, which leaves us here. Um, and there's a lot of people saying that, like, it's going to go the same way, you know, there's match they like they but they like the way the last fight went. Whitaker's coming in mad aggressive all the time, and uh, if you watch Izzy, Izzy's like one of the best counter punchers in the UFC right now or in MMA in general. So to if you come in the high, you're just doing his job for him. Like the biggest problem Izzy's had in past fights is that like people don't come in and engage with him. So from what Rob Whitaker said after Izzy fought Jan. Uh, the, the the blueprint on how to beat Izzy has kind of been shown and like that's fucking crazy because Robert Whitaker, you're not Jan Blackwitz 
Blachwitz, you know what I mean? Like, that's the Polish power. Uh, he's fucking, you know, s- same size as Izzy, definitely bigger, stronger, heavier. Um, and that's why he was able to, like, overpower Izzy. Izzy still won rounds against Jan, and, like, in some people's eyes, like, there's, there's an argument for Izzy to, like, you know, especially if they did it again, to, like, win that fight, you know what I mean? Uh, but Whitaker's not going to be able to do the same things as uh, like he shouldn't go into it thinking I can just do what Jan did because there was a lot of advantages Jan had to be able to, you know, manhandle him like that. In some rounds, is he did well in other rounds. But um, I do like the idea of Whitaker coming in like slightly more reserved. I don't think he'll get as hyped up this time. I think he'll uh, he's going to be nice and calm, which will make for a better fight. But you know, like if we're talking picks. It's easy. It's still easy all day. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there's anyone in the middleweight division right now that beats Izzy. I think he's going to struggle to find competition uh, unless like Hamzak goes up and fights him or something. So, uh, yeah, I feel bad because like I love Rob Whitaker, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, happy to prove wrong. Uh, fucking Juliana Pena proved me wrong the other day with Amanda Nunes. I was like, no, nah, there's no way she's losing. But uh, having watched them fight. Izzy Rob 5-4, even though Whitaker's improved a lot from that fight, and I'm sure there will be a better fight, I still think Izzy will get it done. Uh, by KO or TKO, still, I think, like, you know, just because in the last fight, like, every round they've been in, he's been knocked down by Izzy, you know? So, happy to prove wrong. Let's see what happens. Other good fights. Like, man, is this a little sleeper of a card? Like, Tai Tuivasa versus Derek Lewis. Tai Tuivasa people. Now, does the Shui? Is she? Where, like, um, he's a heavyweight from New Zealand as well. And he, when he wins a fight, he gets a beer and a shoe and he, you know, shoes it. And uh, he's become very popular. And then out of nowhere, like, he was on a three-fight losing skid, you know? And uh, then... Like that was like when he started in the UFC and then he's just gone on this tear. He's won his last four and they're giving him a chance to fight number three or number two, which is Derek Lewis, which is like in Houston after Lewis just lost to Cyril Gann for the uh, interim heavyweight championship. So what a fight for Ty, man. What a fight. Uh, like you can't ask for a fucking bigger scrap. Do you know what I mean? He's jumping, I think, like 10 places. Uh, to get up there and, and, and fight Derek Lewis. So, you know, it's going to be interesting because Ty's definitely faster. I think he's got, hopefully he's going to work those legs. Um, he's, he's got really good kicks. But, uh, you know, Lewis, has, he's looked, after the last fight against Cyril, he definitely looks, you know, definitely beatable and str- struggles a little bit with speed. So I think Ty's getting that done, man. I definitely hope Ty gets it done. I think that's, that's you know, that'll send him into superstardom, you know. He'll be going in for belts and all that kind of stuff after this. So, um, yeah, that's a fucking great card. And for Derek Lewis, I hope he, uh, I hope he fucking figures it out. You know what I mean? Uh, I'd love to see it to be. I'd love to see it be a great scrap. But both of them have so much power in their hands. I don't think it's it's gonna require a lot. You know. And then finally, we have Colby. Well, not on this card, but it's an upcoming card. I think it's still exciting, and I haven't spoken about it yet. Uh, Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal are going to fight in March I'm pretty sure and people if they don't know the background of that uh, they used to be fucking best mates uh, down at AKA it was kind of Colby and Jorge were like you know Colby used to live with Jorge I'm pretty sure and like on his on his couch is what Jorge says now I think you have to take everything that comes out with a pinch of salt because 
you know, they're fighting each other now. But, like, it's gotten very tense. And, like, Colby's being, like, you know, talk about fucking Jorge's ex-wife and all this shit, and it's gotten tense. It's going to be a good scrap, man. It's going to be a great fight. Uh, you know, it, I don't think Colby has the power to knock out Jorge the way Kamaru did. So I think that leaves it up, leaves Jorge an opening. Like, it might just be a fucking wrestling fest for Colby. Colby might just be like, I'm just going to bully you out of this division. And Jorge's obviously going to go for the knockout if he can. So good scrap. Good, good, good scrap. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Hopefully they, you know, put a few more heads into that card uh, and kind of beef it up a little bit. But still uh, certainly an interesting one, I would say. And I think that will be the end of our show today, kids. Uh, you know, did it raw, did it fresh. Got to the list. About 30 minutes. You know, I think that flew by. I think a very interesting show. I think, you know, I think people will get some interest out of the, the Buffalo Winged in-depth discussion, which is, uh, you know, an area that I have a lot of expertise in. You know, hey, get loud in the comments. Get loud. Get loud in the comments and maybe let me know where your favorite Buffalo Wing spot is. If you like Buffalo Wings, some of your issues with poor Buffalo Wings is also important. You know, what to look for, what to not look for. I'd love to get that discussion going. And yeah, uh, Christian, congratulations on uh, all the success with Alphaland. I will, I would hope to make a trip out there at some point. Actually, Bloomon is stocked in the all the rooms, I'm pretty sure. We sent a shitload of product down there to go into the rooms for people who are staying there. So it's, it's nice to be even part of that in a little in a little way. In the little ways that we can. Okay, subscribe, folks. Uh, check out the fucking Instagram, guys. Cut fucking the uh, the reels are going mad, mad. No one's following me, but they're going mad. So maybe it's just maybe it's just numbers. It's just bollocks from Instagram to try and keep up with TikTok. But I'm gonna keep it plugging. I actually got like a hundred likes one of the last reels, and I only have sixty followers. So that's you know that's the power the power of the pirate the power of the the pod power of the pair pod. Um, I'm trying to uh, think of a song to the outro, but I don't remember one. And then it was like, I said, Welcome to Detroit City. Every place, everywhere we go, where we deep, everywhere we roll. Ask around, and they all know tricky. That's what's good, and they all say tricky. Click, click, boom, just as soon as we hit the room, you can hear them all a goose squad in this bitch. Let me hear you holler goon squad in this bitch Let me hear you holler running out of in this bitch So who am I gonna call on when I